Welcome to the VoiceOver Insider Podcast with Julie Williams and VoiceOver Insider Editor Gary McFadden. I'm so glad you tuned in to our VoiceOver Insider Podcasts, where we bring VoiceOver Insider information directly to you. You can sign up to be notified every time we've got a new free podcast or other insider information regarding voiceovers at voiceoverinsider.com. I'm Julie Williams, and my guest today is Dave Corvassier, a well-known name in the voiceover industry and in Las Vegas, where you've seen him anchor TV news forever and ever and ever, not to age <laughs> you or anything. <laughs> what you may not know is, is that while he's very talented, he's also the type of person who likes to be involved in giving back to the industry. And because he doesn't wear that on his sleeves, you might not have heard about that, but we'll hear a little bit about that today. Welcome, Dave. We're so glad you're here. Well, thanks, Julie, for having me. It's great great to be with you here. So the organization we're going to talk about today is World Voices Organization. We call it WOVO, W-O-V-O. Um, right. Could you give us a nutshell version of what WOVO is and what its purpose is? Sure. Uh, this may be not so much of a nutshell. I hope your nutshell's big. Uh, <laughs> WOVO is a world, world-voices organization. And the dash is important because apparently somebody else owns the name World Voices. So we always say World Dash Voices. Um, uh, sometimes we do when we're trying to be legal. Uh, it's a industry trade association. Now, there are there are unions and there are agents and there are uh, ad hoc communities of voiceover people, but there's really no representative industry trade association. If you're familiar at all with other f fields of endeavor, uh, anything really, milk carriers, speakers, uh, plumbers, they, they typically have an industry trade association. So when, a, when a, um, a business or an industry, you know, reaches a certain crescendo of maturity, uh, you tend to see these pop up. They just kind of, they just become part of uh, uh, the, 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 um, the general tenor of any organization is that it becomes an industry trade association. So what do we do? We, we advocate, we promote, we educate, we mentor. We try to stand up for certain standards within the industry uh, that we think represent the best of our business. So we do have codes of conduct and suggested um, fields of endeavor that, that we think uh, should be Someone should be saying, "Here's what the standards are. Here's here's the rules of engagement. Here's here's the rules of conduct." Now we're not so puffed up that we think that we know everything. We're very transparent. We depend on our membership for everything. We ask them for ideas. We ask them for participation. We we ask them to to help us out with these ideas and what what they think should be the rules of conduct for for say coaches and producers and voice talent. So we've we've com we've comprised some rules of conduct that we think um, uh, really represent the best of our business. We've had a lawyer do that. You know, Rob Singampalia. Yeah. Uh, he's, our, he's our main uh, counselor. And, and he's he's actually composed them and keeps guiding us through the legalities of that. Uh, but we think that you know, we, we're just an industry trade association. We speak for those who speak for a living. And would you um, say that WOVO was formed to fill a perceived need? Or is that need just that there wasn't anyone really right there yet? There really wasn't anyone doing it, and uh, we we had uh, previous the, the main members of this board, the founders, had been involved in a previously uh, organized uh, ad hoc group that was uh, kind of I'm not even going to say the name because we're, we're we're we got kind of burned by it all, but uh, it was a group that helped to certify you as a professional. Now we've we've dabbled in that thought quite a bit. Uh, we we were we were soundly 
criticized for that concept in the previous group because uh, people like people who are obviously huge professionals, like a Bo Weaver or a Joe Cipriano, uh, would say to us, "Well, I don't need you guys to tell me I'm a professional. <laughs> I mean, who are you to tell me that I'm a professional? I know I am. I'm, you know, I've been at this for many, many years, and and besides that, I don't even know who you are." And which was a good point, you know, so we don't try to certify <laughs> um, current members. Um, we offer it. It is it is something we offer. We have a technical standards committee made up of some of the best sound engineers you know of. And they've worked really hard to come up with some technical standards and a test that not only shows you know how to use your equipment, but you also know how to use your microphone and you don't pop your peas and uh, you you understand the general concepts of delivering copy. Um, so we offer that. If you want to go for the technical standard certification, we offer that. But you don't need that to be a full professional member of Wovo. And um, to get a certification like that, you're really not certifying a voiceover talent as a talent. You're no. certifying uh, a studio Exactly. We're certifying, right. We're certifying the, the sound. We're certifying the technical standards of the studio and your interaction within it. Uh, you know, how, how, to prepare, how to prepare your audio chain and how to use the mic with it. And so, you know, that, that, that also includes uh, your orientation to the mic. And, and you know, th these are just basic standards that, that can be quantified. So that's why we're, we're offering that. A lot of people ask for it, especially those uh, in Europe, and we do consider ourselves a world organization. We have we have members in Turkey and Japan and Australia and Israel and Spain and and people elsewhere. It's not not that big in the U.S., but people elsewhere in the world find it hugely helpful to be able to say on their email signature or in their promotional materials, "I've got this certification." It means a lot to them. And what about? Um, for for coaches, you mentioned that there will be standards of conduct, and I ask this because I am a voiceover coach. I'm also a member of Wovo, uh, and the organization is new. So again, we are still fluid. We are still growing in different directions. Right. What about accrediting coaches who have committed to um, uh, be uh, to live up to certain standards? And what if you wanted to turn down an organization that did coaching that's maybe sort of like a demo mill type thing? This is just an ongoing debate with with us on the executive board. We we uh, we don't want to set ourselves up as police. We don't have the enforcement to do that. Um, however, we can stand up against certain people that we think are uh, clearly demo mills or who are misleading newbie clients about uh, the promises of voice acting within a weekend's workshop. Right, uh, right. You know, so while we can't be police, we can be very verbal and we can take positions and we can lead. Um, you know, we can lead a, a, a really solid group of members who who agree with us and who, who have helped to make this policy. And that, that kind of pressure from your peers, uh, you know, gets cred. People will notice, and and so while we can't, you know, say we're taking away your license to do demo demos, you know, because right, there right. isn't one, you know, we can't do that, but we can take a strong, uh, we can take a strong stand, and and you know, public embarrassment is is a very strong motivator. <laughs> yeah. You know, if we find someone who clearly has time and time and time again broken our, our um, rules of conduct or our suggested uh, uh, rules of conduct, then then we're going to probably take a stand against them. Okay. And so let's say I join Wovo. What are the levels of membership? I mean, I've been in the business for 37 years and I have students who have done a commercial or two and I have students that have never done anything. And then, of course, some that have been in for, you know, 37 years. But as far as one end of the spectrum and the other, where do people fit in or can everybody fit in? 
Okay. Um, at the outset, everybody can fit in. So if you're brand new or you just have a passion for voiceover, but you don't have the uh, the chops yet, uh, you don't have the, uh, a long list of clients yet. If you're just if you're really just anxious to become a part of the community, we love that enthusiasm, and you, you can become an associate member. It's twenty five dollars for a one time activation fee, and then forty nine dollars annual membership. So every every year you'll pay forty nine dollars. We don't think that's too onerous. Um, so as as a brand new voice actor, you can become a member and you'll be an associate member. Um, we, we, we value your participation and we will graduate you to a professional level. So Julie, you automatically became a professional because you could prove your professionalism. Right. We've, uh, we've really struggled with this issue as well. How do you define a professional? Uh, so we, we loosely adopted some of the criteria that Amy Snively uses to accept into uh, FAFCON uh, her professional uh, level organization. She only has professionals attend her conference. So we, we looked at what she was doing and we adapted that and we used some of it and we've, we've uh, even loosened it a little bit. But at its core, you need to prove that you've done, in the last year, you've done five paying jobs and you weren't paid by a family member to do voiceover work. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, it goes a little bit beyond that, but but that's at the core of it. And, and uh, you know, we feel if you want to be a professional, you could prove at least that, um, that you, you were paid, you know, by a client some money and that client wasn't a, a relative. Mm-hmm. So and that's it. So uh, now that's for um, a professional membership. Now, there's another level for people who are affiliated with the industry but aren't voice talent, isn't there? Right. We've, uh, we, we, you know, it seems like we agonize over each one of these things because they're <laughs> important. So, yes, we, we have, uh, we have for months, and we're still talking about how to uh, accept into our fold people who are tangential to the voiceover business. So these are people like a Bob Merkel who, who runs VoiceZam. He's not a voice artist. He doesn't really want to be uh, a member. So we accept him because he's such a great guy and he has such a valuable product. We accept him as an industry partner. Uh -huh. And and we have we have several of those already. Um, the, the rub becomes, how do we accept an industry partner who is also a voice actor and also a member of Wovo because there's a there's a built-in conflict there. Can can you be a, a stand-up member of Wovo and be an industry partner who's buying maybe advertising on our website or who's uh, you know finding a conflict of interest in reaching out to our members because he is a member and has access to the members and yet is selling or promoting his product or her product. Hmm. That that's kind of the um that, that's the the quandary we've run into with this, we haven't quite solved that yet. And that's an interesting question because I personally, as a member, a professional member, would say, well, can the voiceover insider, which is the magazine and of the, of course, the podcast now that I've been doing for nine years to give back to the industry, it's a free magazine, I, but I could join, or I was thinking I could as a separate entity as the voiceover insider. Uh, where is the conflict in that? Or that might be a board of directors thing, you know, but I can um, see, I've you know, been thinking uh, along those lines. Honestly, Julie, we, we have spent considerable time talking about um, your proposal. Um, we recognize you as a voice coach. I mean, we, personally, we, we all know that you've been around a long time. Uh, by the way, if you don't know it, uh, Julie is the first person to have registered the domain name voiceover.com. Is yes. that correct? Voice-overs.com. Voice <laughs> so, you know, you've been around, Julie, and we know that you do coaching. The Voiceover Insider is high profile. Um, if you wanted to approach us, where we're at right now is we're trying to decide 
decide if a, if an industry partner is a business or a person. Uh-huh. Um, if uh, you know, if Dan, let's take let's take a look at Dan Leonard for instance. He's right. on our board. He's a founding member. He's also just a, an individual member, but he also runs the studio suit. He also sells a product that appeals to voiceover people. So the quandary is the same with him. Do we allow him in as as a member and an industry partner? If he's just an industry partner, do we allow him in as an individual or as a business? Mm-hmm. So the same quandary with you. Um, and, and on top of that, Julie, the, the, uh, the quandary with you has been that we don't expect anything from you. We don't, we don't necessarily expect you to splash our name all over your, your newsletter just because you're an industry partner. We don't expect a quid pro quo. Right. We want you just because uh, there's a value in having you as an industry partner or as a member or both. Right, exactly. Now, of course, this isn't about me and it isn't about Dan Leonard. Right. It's about you who are listening to this podcast and you might be a coach. You might be a, a Dan Leonard or a George Whittem who are, you know, have right. incredible expertise and services they do on the side. Or you might be a voiceover person who's interested. For whoever's listening on the individual basis, getting back to a professional member, um, Mm -hmm. what are the benefits to me as a professional member specifically? How is this? We know how it will impact the industry, hopefully in a good way when it comes to those demo mails for starters. But how will it impact my business as a person, as an individual sole proprietor? Okay. Before I answer that question, I want to correct something I've been saying. I've been saying rules of conduct. We, we've been calling them actually uh, best practices. Uh, so I don't want to confuse that. Rules of conduct sounds a little bit, you know, uh, onerous. <laughs> so I'm it, gonna, it I, I, want, like I just want gonna... to correct for your listeners. Uh, we call that we call them our best practices. Uh, codes of conduct, and and they're available on our website. We've got three, one for producers, one for coaches, one for talent. Okay, now to answer your question, what's the value in being a member or an industry partner with Wovo? Is that is that right? Exactly. Okay. We've also wrestled with this a question because a lot of people ask us, well, why would I want to be a member? What's the big deal? I mean, what do I get out of it? And if they're to the point where they say, what do I get out of it? Then they clearly just don't get it because it's not about you folks. It's about the greater community. So if you understand that, then you want to be a part of something that helps our business. This is why I'm so big on it. I, I, I just dig that concept. I, I love the idea of a voiceover community and it already is very supportive and encouraging. Uh, but this puts teeth into it. This says, you know, we, we can, we can really organize this supportive atmosphere that's within the voiceover community. We can organize it and make it even more powerful and it'll have some teeth and and we can stand for best practices. Um, So if you want to know what's in it for you, you get the recognition of being a professional. We have badges. A lot of people really want the badges that, Mm -hmm. you know, a a mark of identity that you can put on your promotional marketing products. You can put on your email signature and say, I'm a member of a professional voiceover industry trade association. I guess that means something to somebody and, and maybe it'll mean something to your clients. Uh, it is a, a mark of professionalism. That That's right now what we can offer you. We also have relationships with people like George Whittem and uh, and Bob Merkel. We, we do have some discounts we offer for those kind of products that, that you can use in your business. Um, so, you know, at this point, that's what we're offering is, is a mark of professionalism, um, a chance to contribute to the greater whole and to know that you're doing some good for the for the industry. Mm-hmm. Is there anything I didn't ask? You're the news person, so you know how to do an interview. There's always something I, I like to ask this last because there's always something that maybe since I can't read your mind, I didn't think of. Is there anything you'd like to add? You know, I asked that question as well, Julie. So it's really a good <laughs> mark of a good interviewer. Um, 
Only that we are, we're new. We're, we're not even two years old yet. It'll be two years old in, uh, in April of next year. Um, and we've already launched our own conference. We had our first conference this year. It was in Las Vegas. Uh, that's where the vice president and the president live. That's me and Dustin Ebaugh. Uh, it was a huge success. We got tons of support. People are excited about our idea. So we've done a conference. Where we, the next one's already scheduled for next year. So we're a new organization. We, we've had some growing pains. We've had some problems with our website and getting memberships done. And so, you know, people are going to see that and think, well, these are a bunch of hacks. Well, we're not. We're really, boy, if you could sit on an executive board meeting, you'll see how serious we are about some of these um uh, ethereal issues involved with the philosophy of setting up a community like this. It's just right. really interesting to see. And there's been some great, just some incredibly uh, encouraging conversations about, uh, you know, how to tackle these issues like the ones that we've talked about today. Um, so what I'm saying is we're new. We've made some mistakes. We, we take everything seriously. We're very transparent. All of our uh, board meetings and all of our notes and minutes are available to any member. We really depend on our membership to be our strength. We we like to have them chime in and tell us what they think. We ask them a lot all the time what they think about certain issues so we can uh, get a better sense of, of where the community is on a certain idea. So uh, that's all I'd add is that we're, we're fairly young, but we're really progressive and, and we, th we think we've got a pretty good pulse on, on the industry. And anybody that takes a look at the roster of your board members and your members would know it's definitely run by the best in the industry. I mean, it is an, an industry standard. There's some heavy-duty people on there that I have so much respect for. Um, but again, Thank there's you. going to be growing pains <laughs> for anything like yeah. this. In fact, I think with a fluid organization that has uh, it's impacted by its membership, it, they'll never be – it'll never stop. It'll always be right. changing and just new challenges along the way. Exactly. Um, well, we've, we've gotten uh, – you know, in that um, year and a half now, we've got 250 strong members. I mean, these are people who are dedicated to the idea and the concept of, of uh, an industry trade association. So we're strong with 250. We'll be strong with 500 by next year, right? I think so, <laughs> easily. And so now, can anybody who is listening to this join come in the conference in April? Um, you have to be a member, either right. associate or professional. You have to be a member. Um, so again, go to worldvo.org and, and sign up. We're getting ready to launch. Uh, how could I have forgotten this? We're getting ready to launch not only our new website where you can sign up, but we're also getting to, ready to launch a what we are calling a free-to-play site. <laughs> so it's on the concept of a a voices.com or a v123.com, but it's strictly for our members. So the members are the only talent being listed, and it's free to you know it's free to be on it. You don't have to pay a fee to be seen by these voice seekers. And uh, all you have to be is a member of Wovo. Uh, we plan to do a heavy marketing uh, attack on studios and agents and, you know, people who will hire you. And once you're listed and create your profile on this new free-to-play site, uh, which we have not yet launched, but it's on the cusp, then you'll be able to uh, possibly get work from our Wovo organization. That's awesome as well. Okay, thank you. Yeah. We've been talking to Dave Corvassier, who's one of the board members on the World Voices Organization or worldvo.org. Thank you for joining us, Dave. You're welcome. Thank you for having me, Julie. And now, the McFadden Minute. Hi, this is Gary McFadden. The voiceover industry is packed with professionals ready and willing to give you information about how to get into voicing, how to train, how to market your business, and how to use the hardware and software to produce the best product possible. And much of this information is free or available at very low cost. 
For example, in this episode of the Voice Over Insider podcast, we've heard from Dave Corvassier, a well-known voice talent and a board member with the World Voices Organization, or WOBO. But Dave's own blog at Corvo.com is always packed with interesting voiceover items. And, of course, we hope you'll swing by the Voice Over Insider website at www.voiceoverinsider.com for voiceover news, word of upcoming events, and hints and tips. Dig a little deeper on the Internet, and you'll find information very specific to your own needs. I've been using Twisted Wave software for a couple of years and just found out from Julie Williams about a Facebook site where I can quickly get my technical questions answered about that software. A little more digging, and I found a Facebook page for voiceover talent who use Reaper, software aimed at music production, but really handy when I need to produce a multi-track recording, including these voiceover insider podcasts. As a voiceover newbie, I've learned there's just about no voiceover topic that hasn't been covered to some degree. We're going to launch a new resource list at the VoiceOver Insider, so visit our Facebook page and tell us about the online resources you've uncovered that you find useful in your voiceover work. Hey, my minute is well passed up. I gotta go. You've been listening to the VoiceOver Insider Podcast with Julie Williams. Be sure to join us next week for more VoiceOver Insider information and another edition of the McFadden Minute.